0: Welcome back to Vegas Ringside Rundown. This is Vegas Hockey Hub number five. We unfortunately couldn't get onto last Thursday's podcast as we were on the road. But we've got a lot of talk about uh, coming up is the Storm Tournament that happened in Arizona along with VGK, Junior VGK that is, out in Nashville and some high school hockey. But we have got a lot going on with me and Nate. My name's Ron, and we are...
1: Get ready to hit the ice with Nate and Ron on Vegas Rinkside Rundown, the podcast that turns the spotlight onto youth hockey
0: in Las Vegas. We are back, Nate. And, uh, you know, this is one of the quick little episodes that we get to do on Tuesdays, and, uh, this Tuesday has a lot, a lot on the table, huh?
1: Yeah, it might not be so quick, but we are usually just a little bit extra, I suppose. Yeah.
0: So right now, uh, we're gonna just get, get right into it. There was a lot of traveling, uh, this weekend, and a lot of games played, uh, I didn't even mention it in the opener, but we also had the Thunderbirds that actually won up to uh, Fresno, and um, we had to talk a little bit about that too.
1: So uh-huh. right, so right now, uh, yeah, go ahead. no, no, you go right ahead, sir. So uh, Storm took the whole show on the road this weekend. So yeah, they all all the Storm teams traveled together down to Phoenix, Arizona. So,
0: do you think they were missing their home when they left?
1: I know I was. I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Ron, why don't hockey players ever have a trouble finding a home?
0: I'm not sure, Nate. Why, why is
1: that? Because they always know where their net worth is best handled. And speaking of handling, when life goes on a breakaway, there's only one team I trust to get me back home.
0: Let me guess. All-Western Mortgage.
1: Exactly. They understand that life can take you all over the rink, but nothing beats the comfort of sliding into your own home base.
0: That's so true, Nate. With their expertise, securing a home loan is smoother than a zombie finishing... A zombie? (laughs) A A zombie. (laughs) A zamboni (laughs) finishing the ice surface. There might have
1: been zombies out there in Arizona, but all Western mortgage. All Western mortgage. Life takes you places... All Western Mortgage takes you home. Skate over to allwestern.com and secure your home base today. Ooh, crowd sharing. <sighs> there was lots of cheering this weekend. Oh, so. my goodness. What <sighs> was that? You're telling me.
0: So, uh, first, we'll just jump into <laughs> Vegas Junior Golden Knights 14 UAA. They were on the road this uh, weekend. Uh, they traveled all the way out to Nashville to play in the Nashville Fall Showdown. What a game! What what a bunch of games they had to play. They played four. Um, first game was against the Atlanta Fire, and uh, good showing for Vegas Junior Golden Knights as they ended up pulling out a tie four four. And then not you, bad. yeah, no, not bad at all. And then the second game they ended up playing the Atlanta Atlanta Phoenix, so two Atlanta teams. Uh, unfortunately, it was a three six loss. In game three, uh, they ended up playing the Nashville Junior Predators. Uh, closer game, 3-4 loss. And then against the Alabama Thunder, game four, a 1-4 loss. So yep. Vegas Junior Golden Knights getting a lot of experience with some high-ranking rank ranking teams. I think we were looking them up. Um, some of those teams were pretty high on the list as far as uh, my rankings com you can actually go there to myrankingscom and uh, and see where your team ranks in the system right mm-hmm. now uh, we uh, or storm doesn't have enough um, games played get leading into this weekend to be active on that website so if you go there currently you're going to see three teams uh, Vegas Junior Golden Knights Double A and then the 13U AAA, and then Sobe Ice Warriors, uh, their 14UA uh, are on that list. But as of tomorrow night, all the games we did play are now going to show up, and we should be ranked at some point tomorrow. Uh,
1: we might not be. Uh, I believe it's five games total for you to be ranked. Uh, depends on whether or not uh, our games against... Ogden were submitted. But, uh,
0: they are. I looked at them. They are.
1: Okay, well, then then we definitely should be ranked. Vegas Junior Golden Knights had a rank of 85.23, I believe, uh, coming into this weekend. And, you know, they played teams that were ranked way above them. Uh, good, strong showing. They didn't, really didn't get blown out on any of the games. The, I know that Alabama Thunder team – when uh, the double A team played them last year was a really strong team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one went to the under the wire for us national junior predators last year. Um, I think we went one in four against them. So, you know, some really good competition, a step up in competition for them. And uh, you know, it's probably uh, it, it's definitely going to get better for them as the, the season goes on. And, and now they, they've seen that upper-level competition. They know what they're in for. And, I you know, next time that it comes around, I think they'll be way more prepared for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The Alabama Thunder actually is ranked 187th in USA 9 all. And they're first in the Alabama um, 14U um 9 AA. So okay. not terrible. And then, um, of course, we're looking up They had a couple of Atlanta, right? So that's Georgia. And it looks like Georgia has, uh, they didn't say Atlanta Fire. It was the Atlanta, oh, yeah, Atlanta Atlanta Fire. Absolutely. So the Atlanta Fire, if they played, I I don't see, well, they have a couple of double-A teams, so I'm not sure which team they ended up playing. Either they played their first or their sixth team because the first is ranked 203rd in the all, and the sixth would be a little bit higher up, probably, yeah, 559. They probably ended up playing their first, the the number one team out of Atlanta. And then the Atlanta Phoenix, which I believe is who they play, they were 233rd for the USA '09, yeah. 9 So, you know, strong... So they-
1: Atlanta Fire, S-E-S-C-L-A played them. Uh, that was the team they tied. Yeah, Really, really good team. First in Georgia. 83rd in U.S. 09 Tier 2. Uh, 203rd in U.S. 09 All.
0: Yeah, so just so you guys have an understanding we'll, kind of what we're talking about, we're, we're you can look this up yourself. It's under MyHockeyRankings.com. Choose the 14U... Um, level and then you can choose um the the state and then out of the state you can see the teams from there the the my hockey rankings can rate rate uh rate and rank your team based on competition so they get there's points and all that stuff i can't tell you exactly how they figure out what the the rating is but you can at least see you know especially if you're going for games in the future to see where you rank up or match up to to the teams you're going to be playing so it is helpful and let me tell you something the looking at the Atlanta Fire they've played a ton of games so far mm-hmm. i mean they have a pile more coming up but nevertheless they've played a ton, ton of games and so is so was VGK uh, i believe I'm not sure if they're going to be playing this weekend or not, but um, I'm pretty sure that they will be uh They have a few more games uh, coming up. Definitely a lot of travel for Vegas junior golden Knights.
1: Yeah, I think they're, they had three travel weekends uh, this month. Uh, just like the storm, this might be their off weekend. I'm not entirely sure.
0: Yeah, it's definitely our off weekend coming up. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's jump right into the uh, Storm 14UA and the Storm 14 UWA. F- so the 14UA goes down to Arizona to play in the Arizona Icebreaker Tournament. And uh, they had some competition. They ended up playing um, ASU, so Arizona State University junior team. Uh, they ended up coming away with a victory, 3-1 victory there. And they play a second game against the AHU Silver Knights, AHU standing for Arizona Hockey Union. Uh, Silver Knights, 2-1 victory, so a very close uh, game there. And then they ended up playing the Bucs. There's an acronym in front of the Bucs, but I I didn't write it down. But they ended up beating them 5-1. They ended up playing the Junior Steelheads uh, and beating them 4-1. And then they were in the championship game. And the Storm needed everything they could because it was a one nothing game. And they did walk away with the victory. And hats off to the both goaltenders in play uh, throughout that weekend. Uh, one of them is Ryder Sta- Saxon. Great play. He was actually in the championship game who got the shutout. So, you know, Ryder is getting some donuts, I'm sure. If they didn't have it for this practice, I'm sure his mom will be getting them. For the practice coming up, and then you have Kingston uh, Carrillo, who was out there. Uh, he was in the other games, the semifinal game, uh, ended up only giving up one goal. So, I mean, overall, they gave up what one, two, three, four goals mm-hmm. out of five games.
1: Yeah, less than a goal a game. You can't, you know, can't really argue with that. They played some great defense. Scoring was a bit of a challenge for them through the. First couple games, but then they turned it on. Uh, and then they just ran into a really tough team, a bigger team. Uh, and uh, as I was talking to Coach Dustin, uh, a really fast team. They had a couple kids on there that were really difficult for them to keep up with. But they overcame the speed and pulled it out, won nothing. I mean, great job. Great tournament weekend for them. Yeah. And they brought home the banner.
0: Banner and the and the gold and the medal, right? They got the medal yeah. around their neck. And of course, if you're looking to watch maybe the Storm fourteen UA team, you can watch them on Twitch at Miss Alicia twenty three, all one word, M I S S E L I S H A two three. So if you jump on to Miss Miss Alicia twenty three on Twitch TV twitch.com, Uh, you'll be able to catch some of those games. Uh, They all have games coming up in two weeks. They'll be out in Denver, and we'll talk a little bit more on our next podcast about that. So let's talk 14 UAA. That's our team. That's where our kids, you know, because we're two pucking dads that have two kids that play travel hockey. Well, they just happen to be playing in the same tournament. Nate, give us a little bit of rundown on the four games that were played.
1: Yeah, so they started off on the uh, uh, team from California, Golden State Elite, from the Sacramento area. That game, tough game. Uh, tough game, first game. However, Storm pulled it out, 3-2. to two. Didn't look so good in the beginning there. The Golden State Elite came out firing within, I believe it was within the first 30 seconds. Uh, there was a goal on the board for GSE. and uh, But Storm bowed up and toughed it out and pulled out the victory. There was was a couple beautiful uh, power play goals there in that game.
0: Yeah, well, how did Uh, they pull out that victory there, Nate? What did they need to do to get the victory for game one?
1: Well, I mean, they needed to not let that first goal, you know, get them down. And they needed to play really good defense, which they did. Uh, they kept the puck out of their zone for the most part and uh, they needed a a great game from their goaltender Connor Foster but the big thing was take advantage of the opportunities presented to you. Two power plays two goals uh,
0: yeah two power plays two goals
1: two power plays two goals and game went into a shootout there you so go. Hunter Reed uh, with the winning goal in the shootout, but even the shootout went all five rounds. So yeah. really, really tough game. And, uh, you know, the storm comes away with the win. Happy kids. Mm-hmm. And we moved on to the next game. Well, um, well you
0: got to figure, you know, uh, with, that fir- with that very first game, getting into Arizona – this is really their first opportunity to play in tournament play. They had three, three scrimmages or four scrimmages up in Utah, but not really tournament play. Like, you know, it counts for something in their mind, I would assume. And I think, like any team, really, and that goes for all levels, is I think your first game, you're super excited, you're, you know, you're, you're wanting to play. Um, there again, you gotta account for you know you gotta be acclimated. You know you kind of been sitting around the, the the hotel maybe in the morning. Uh, so for them to pull out a three two victory in overtime, um, a really overtime shootout. So we went through an overtime, and that was still tied up two two uh, for Hunter really, and also you know give kudos to Hunter. Um, there yeah, were some really good kids that got out there to try to do the shootout, <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, they they. They were a little flat.
1: Well, they were a little flat, and the goalie, I mean, goalie really played well. The goal, you have to give props to the Golden State Elite goalie, played a great game, and uh, brought his best in the shootout, really stoned some kids. And, um, but Hunter, Hunter uh, takes home the game winner. Nice uh, shot through the five hole, and uh and it would that, mean been great game.
0: Yeah, and that be that be the game one. Game two. Tell us a little bit about game two, there, Nate.
1: Game two uh, against Ahu Purple Knights. Uh, another hard fought game. Uh, Storm pulls it out two to nothing. With I think that I mean this was a really physical game, so. It was good to see, it. It good for the boys to see sort of that that part of the game. HU brought the physicality, and uh, because I think they were a little overmatched in as far as speed, so they tried to bring the game into a box and make us fight it out. They did a good job of that. The boys responded well though, keeping them off the board. Uh, great job to Kobe uh, in net. Pitching the shutout, yeah, great job on defense, uh, keeping keeping a lot of those uh, high danger chances away, and great job with uh, Caden Francis bringing home the game winner. Overall, great game. I think they played a little better in this game, which you like to see. They improved in this game, yeah, and uh, so brought brought home the shutout, put away put away two more goals. Two really good games back to back. It's what you like to see in a tournament. And um, for Arizona Hockey Union, I th- like for GSC I believe that was their eleventh game. And for the AHU Knights, that was their
0: do they have purple knights on that list? Just wondering because I know they have different colors.
1: Yeah, two. That was also their 11th game. Okay. So we were going into some, running into some teams who had a, a, quite a bit more experience as far as league play, tournament play. Yeah. And uh, our, our boys really acquitted themselves quite nicely in those two games. Now, and then. Uh, well,
0: Caden Francis had, might have had the game winner, but he actually had both goals in that game. So yeah, great bull, game for him. He had a, the, the game winner, I believe, was a backhander. Uh, cut, cut across the middle with a backhand or top corner. It was a great shot. Uh, first goal to get onto the board, or it's reversed. Either or, it doesn't matter. The the first or second goal was also a, four, a four-handed shot that was top corner. So he won corner uh, both times. Um, but he, the passes for them to get were pretty impressive too. You know what I mean? To to get him, like, like Gunner made a really good pass to Caden to get that first goal on the board. Like Gunner pulled half the team over to him. (laughs) Maybe because they thought he was small. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he ended up pulling, and he made this little, I wouldn't even say a little saucer pass because it was probably like four feet off the ground. And then it Mm -hmm. just landed on, now if it doesn't land on Caden's stick, it's landing on um, uh, Malachi Field. It would land on his stick because we had two coming up the middle. He had pulled so many people over. We had two kids coming up the middle, but that second game, though, I believe it was Chase Rogus that actually ended up giving the sweet little saucer pass over to to Caden on that mm-hmm. on the corner uh, faceoff draw, and he was able to backhand it in. But nevertheless, a great game. Game three, give us give us the game three rundown there, Nate.
1: So game three, going against Arizona Mission Red. Uh, Arizona mission was a little bit overmatched with Storm's speed; they couldn't quite match that, and they didn't really have the physicality that Ahu brought to the game to sort of even even the playing field. Storm uh, sort of ran away with that game, eight to one. And uh, still, it, it started out as, as a pretty good game. It took Storm our kids a little little bit of time to get into the game, and but once they did, they started pouring it on. And it was, you know, just a lot of time spent in the, the Arizona mission zone and um, just a, a lot of domination by the storm using their speed to really overwhelm the uh, mission team. Yeah. And just speed in the zone, speed through neutral zone, speed going back on our defense. And even, even when I think... Um. Yeah, so well, overall, here, yeah. Yeah, go. Yeah,
0: yeah, so sorry. what I was going to say is uh yeah, I know where you're going with that and uh I could tell you there was a couple actually uh uh Jaden uh, Dean, I think. Is how mm-hmm. I pronounce his last name. He actually had a golden assist in that game. Um but your game winner actually goes to Max Biaggi. You got the second goal of the yeah. game, and uh, which obviously goal number two was your game winner. But notable mentions, like I said, a goal and assist with uh, with Jaden uh, was pretty impressive, as he he is one of our forwards that had dropped back to play defense because of injury to somebody else on the team. Um, but a great game overall. That's a good confidence booster, don't you think? Going into your championship game, you're three and the only undefeated team in the Four team division. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what kind of confidence do you think the kids had going into the to, to the final game, especially knowing that the final game is going to be against the team that you already played in the first in the it was the first game of the day, of the tournament, which is Golden State Elite. Do you, do you think they had? Do you think that helped them get ready for GSE?
1: Honestly, I'm going to say it was it was sort of a toss up there, whether it did or didn't. There were some kids I talked to that were quite a bit nervous about going against GSC, the, GSC again because the game was so tight, right? And our boys felt like they had given it their all and it was still a really tight game. So they didn't really know what to expect coming into that second game. And the just the competition, well, Arizona Mission just didn't have the speed to match up uh, with our boys. And so in a game like that, sometimes if you're you're not into that high-intensity, high-level competition, it's really hard to get back into that if you have a game that sort of isn't that right before. So there was a bit of concern on some of the boys that some of them might, you know, Take a minute to get back into that high intensity of that game that was going to be required for Golden State Elite, and I think that the first first period kind of showed that out. It was uh, it was a it was a tough game against GSE again, and uh, but you know it was good to see Max get some confidence. He had a really sweet move coming coming down from the defense. Made a move on a, on an ASU. Player um, made a little inside out move once he got to the outside, took a shot, buried it uh, top corner near side. Yeah, beautiful shot. Yep. Um, and Jaden, great to see him get on the board utilizing his speed. And uh, I think that was his first goal from near the blue line, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yep. center ice near the blue line. Uh, good to see him scoring from the defensive position. He's been a forward up until this weekend, pretty yeah.
0: much. And so you're so you're saying it's 50-50 if you felt like the having the eight goals scored going into the next day for the championship was good or bad. It's kind of even, tugging even money right there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much.
1: I mean, A couple of players got some confidence building with seeing the puck go into the net. You can't go wrong with that, right? You always want to see the puck go in the net. But at the same time, the level of intensity in that game just wasn't going to match what it was going to need to be against either if we would have played the AHU Silver Knights or GSE. Just a different level of intensity that was was needed for those games.
0: Well, I will tell you, going into game four, uh, the energy was quite high there, Nate. Um, there was a quite a bit of anxiety, we'll say, and some quick uh, jumping off the onto the ice, maybe forgetting that the player that you're switching out for should be coming
1: off the ice, right? Yeah, yeah, we we got flagged for <laughs> uh, a couple of whistles came on because our kids skates hit the ice a little too quickly. Yeah,
0: but first goal goes to uh, Brandon. We we make fun because they misspelled his jersey, but it's uh, Brandon Wright's. First goal goes to him. He gets the he actually gets a storm on the board, um, yeah. relatively later in the first period, but around three minutes. Mm-hmm. He scores their first goal. Um, we called him Reteese, which is pretty yes. funny because I think everyone <laughs> wants to keep that same last name going. Uh, gets him on the board, gets him confident in, in championship game. Um, pretty exciting uh, because going into the second period, and we had, uh, l- let's be honest, we had about two or three penalties that first period. Right? mm mm-hmm. right. Uh, but going into that second period, uh, came back down to Brandon coming down uh, left side and uh, taking a nice hard shot, uh, but it di- doesn't go in, Nate. Right?
1: No, bounce. Uh, but Brandon puts it right where you want it, off the goalie's lower pad, bounces out right, in, just sitting out there, nice sweet setup for Chase August. Yeah, buries it in the back of the net off the rebound, uh, just like you teach. Yeah, and like you want to draw it up, pass it off that pad, put the goalie in a bad position, and nothing the goalie really could have done about that one. No, he saved the first, first shot, and Chase just quickly scooped it up and buried the rebound. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. So start off two and zero going in the second period. You're, you know, you don't feel pretty confident. Oh yeah, um, for sure, right? And we're not mm-hmm. even asking you to raise your hand. And then <laughs> the third goal comes in at as a, a really interesting i believe it might have been a power play goal i mm-hmm. feel like it was uh, but if not nevertheless it was a chase Rogas takes another face off draw to the to the right so you're in the offensive zone to the right side of the goalie face off draws one by chase he passes it over to number 42 i got that correct cuz i said number 43 in our live stream number 42 that would be your son Alex Scully and he he takes a nice low shot and I thought maybe it it definitely was redirected and mm-hmm. I thought it was Brandon because he was sweeping at it that he it it the shot was low but a little bit off center where Brandon was just outside of the the net and you can see him mm-hmm. sweeping at it but closer look that puck hit the the GSE skate and then went Sliding into the five
1: hole. So yeah, Alex, I, I talked to Alex on that one, and he said he was actually trying to pass it to hit it off Brandon's stick.
0: Well, I think so. I think either way, it probably would have ended with a goal. <laughs> to be honest with you, because we did yeah. see that the motion of Brandon was all it was all natural, right? It didn't mm-hmm. feel like he wouldn't have stopped it. He was going for a quick hit, but fortunate we got the bounce. It slides off the skate. Through the five hole into it for a three zero goal, I uh, believe that was in the third period. Yeah,
1: yeah, or I think that was midway, about midway in the third period.
0: And then, then things got a little interesting. Then <laughs> things got a little interesting because uh, I, I don't. Do you remember how uh, GSE got their first goal?
1: Well, well, the first goal. Um, I think it was a little bit of cold goaltending. Uh, first goal. So we ended up switching goalies midway in the second period. Right. Yeah. So uh, Kobe comes in, first shift, midway in the second period, shot from just the top of the circle on the right side of the zone. Decent shot, one that Kobe should have stopped. It's just, I just don't think he was – fully into the game yet. It's it's really hard for a goalie to get warmed up. Um, and, you know, a little bit of a scramble in front of the net. Puck gets kicked out, goes to the top of the circle. Decent shot, not too hard. Uh, ends up in the back of the net. Kobe just misses it over his shoulder. Really, uh, given Kobe's performance this weekend, I think properly warmed up, he's going to save that shot yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Um, so... I don't, you know, I don't think it's just, just one of those things. Uh, and, and, and coach wanted to make sure that he split the, the goalkeeping e- even for this one.
0: Sure, but and I, but I wonder. I mean, it looked like from our from our uh, vantage point, it looked like there was, I don't know, three people, four people in front of Kobe. I, I mean, I feel like he could have been screened a little bit on that as well.
1: Could it could have been. Um, from what I saw when I looked at it, it, it really he had a pretty clear view, I think. It was just a little bit of a r- late reaction. Uh, and he was a little bit distracted by what was going on in front of him. Okay, But it wasn't really a screen as so much as just distraction. Uh, the the defense actually did a pretty decent job of giving him a good view of the shot. Uh, I think it was Braven that had cleared the offensive player out of Kobe's line of sight. Did a good job with that. Like I said, it's just a, a cold goaltender. You never know what's going to happen, and I think properly warmed up, he makes that save, you know, 10 okay. times out of 10. Okay. This just just happen to go in. Not, not I mean, it's going to happen, and I, I don't think there's any, anything you would want to change with that play uh, other than just, you know, have Kobe be more into the flow of the game and uh, just unfortunate timing of, of when – Uh, We had a little bit of a a defensive breakdown where the offense kind of slid a little too low in the zone and gave them that open shot at the top of the circle. Yeah,
0: and then it gets really interesting because they pull their goalie probably with about two or three minutes left, it felt like. I mean, first Mm -hmm. and foremost, the periods felt like they were forever. But they pull their goalie face-off draw in the defensive zone. I believe Timmy Fulks was there doing the draw and -hmm. unfortunately didn't win it. And then they're able to bury home a pretty quick goal. Uh, yeah, the, the, six the on five. five. Six.
1: Uh, so you had Bianchi and Schooley out out, and my son Alex on the D. Alex takes, I think he picks the wrong guy to cover, takes the guy to the to the left of the net a little bit higher. There was a guy coming circling around down that he probably should have taken yeah and that guy ends up picking up a loose buck and, and driving it home Max was was down on the the lower post uh, tangled up with with another uh, GSE player and uh, you know that that extra guy just happened to be in the right spot and hammered it home yeah bottom corner
0: and for storm so. parents now it's three two maybe you know you're getting a little nervous. You're like uh-oh. Yeah. Is this gonna are we are we going <laughs> to give up these last second goals? We I can tell you this from last season in Bantamay. We did that a couple of times. Had a five, like a 5-3 lead, they pull their goalie and now it's 5-5, five, five, we end up losing. So I was thinking yeah. about in the back of my head I'm like, "Okay. Let's uh, you know, they're one goal away from tying this thing up. Can they do it? Will they do it?" Right? Uh, but this time, Chase uh, uh, Raggist has a different um, opinion on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chase absolutely gets it um, against the boards yeah. in the defensive zone, flips it about, I don't know, 10 feet into the air, and that puck just trickles into the net.
1: Yeah, beautiful, beautiful lineup on the shot. Uh, Chase Wins the face-off, kicks it back, Uh, and I think it was Jaden who separated the puck and caused it to squirt over into the corner, chase right place, right time, has a bit of time, lines up the shot, and, you know, like a golfer, lines up that chip shot and puts it in. Yeah, and actually, (laughs) it
0: was uh, number 42. It
1: was Alex that that Mm -hmm. separated him?
0: So it was Alex that was there who who was able to pop or do a stick lift on one of the kids, which freed up that puck to get free, and then uh, he was able to bury it. So it was a good job. Overall, the uh, game ends 4-2. Storm wins, take the championship in Arizona. They bring home the banner. Great job, uh, Storm 14 A. So who got the game winner for that game? I'm looking at his dad right now. It would be Alex Scully taking it home. The Skull Dog is what the Skull Dog he used to this have on good. his jersey when he was in Squirts. It was pretty awesome. But if you want to check out any of the fourteen UAA games, you're more than welcome to go to Scully S C U L L I. Is it or is the I gone? It's just Skull oh, yeah, Seven. Okay,
1: S C U L L I Seven.
0: Okay, so go to Twitch TV at S C U L L I Seven Twitch TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you press follow and then you can go ahead and get the notification from Twitch that we're going live. So we should be going live in about two weeks, uh, out in Denver. Um, also just a quick note, if you have any questions or concerns, uh, please reach us out at info at That's info at Vegas, com. We also uh, need to, uh as we go on through these we're going to do a quick at the end we're going to do some corrections from the last broadcast that was brought to our attention and um um, we'll we'll bring that up here at the end so right now uh um basically though you know i know it's getting late for us there nate because usually we do a 30 minute but because we have so much stuff going on it's getting past our bedtime
1: and uh Ron, why do hockey players love bedtime stories?
0: Oh well, um that's a great question. I'm on thin ice here, Nate. Why?
1: Because every night they get to stick around for a fairy tale shootout. But you don't need a magic wand or four enthr- for enthralling tales, right?
0: Absolutely not, Nate. With tall tales.app, every night is an enchanting power play their bots are the real mvp crafting stories more magical than a hat trick
1: exactly and the customization it's like they know exactly what play to make for the win from dragons and knights to galaxy far away it's a whole universe in one app
0: and don't forget nate no offsides called for creativity here
1: Tall Tales app. Dive into a world where bots and magic team up to turn bedtime into prime time. Download now and let your imagination hit the ice running.
0: Oh, that's awesome. We're bots. We're all <laughs> bots in this world, I bet. <laughs>
1: Are we, Bonds? Probably.
0: All right, Storm also takes 12UAA uh, down there, also 12UA. We're going to quickly get through these games. So 12UAA takes on the Arizona Junior Sun Devils, beating uh, losing to them 8 nothing. And then again, they play GSE that was in town for 12U. 12U's Pee Wee, folks. Uh, 4-3 win. And then they play the AHU Silver Knights. It's a 4-3 overtime win. But by the way, the storm was down by one goal with 16 seconds in the third period. Tied it and sent it to overtime where they took home the victory. And then game four is against the Arizona Junior Sun Devils championship game. Knowing that they've lost to them eight nothing, they do end up losing to them 6 1, but nevertheless, um, held them to a couple more less goals. That's nice. Mm-hmm and actually got one on the board against them. Uh, the pretty Sun good. Devils is actually probably a pretty good uh, team for the AA program, is what I have what I heard. Uh, but I do want to tell you that all that can be um, found on, uh, you can actually watch any of those games if you go to 12 UAA broadcasts by our friend Lenny Tenchila, or I might be... Tenchila? Tenchella, thank you, on Facebook. So if you want to check out some of their games, just uh, friend uh, or go to the group. Our friend, actually, Len- Lenny Tenchella uh, for a a Facebook invite. Uh, if he, he feels like he knows you, he'll bring you on board, and you can watch those games when they go live there. Of course, yeah, that,
1: go ahead. That man. Arizona Sun Devils team was a... Rating of 90.79 Which is one of the highest rankings That you can get They are second in Arizona Only to the AAA Peewee team That they have there in Arizona And in the USA 11 So second year Peewee They are 63rd overall
0: Wow Yeah So
1: top 100 team Uh, And they also You know this, this was I believe Uh yeah, so the Storm AA had played a couple scrimmages before this tournament, just kind of like us. Yeah, to uh, the the California Junior Rain, who is a, a, a pretty decent team, certainly not the level of the Sun Devils. Uh, California Rain are two hundred thirty seventh overall. Yeah, so a little bit of a different competition coming to this thing. In that, you know, so you have a couple scrimmage games, and they're coming up against the Sun Devils team, who this is their 11th game it seems that those arizona teams had played 10 games before this tournament um so quite a bit of experience game experience on on, on the storm double a and you know i think that really that really made the difference and it's a really good team so a- absolutely
0: with there no uh no disrespect to storm 12 u double a they they played a really good team and uh they did come home with second place victory, which is really good out of out of all those games that they played. Um, Absolutely, you know, tip my hat to them. And then you got we got to talk about Storm U A team. That's the non elite division they were in. Uh, they ended up playing the ADHL Bucks and winning six. Excuse me, sixteen <laughs> nothing. So they crushed. Uh, <laughs> they played the Junior Sun Devils. And won that game four to two. Then they won into game three, played AHU White Knights, and beat that team 9-1. Then they went into a semifinal game, playing Mission Arizona Red, beating them 10-3. And then they go into the championship game against the first uh the second team they played, and they ended up beating them five-nothing. Great game and great win. Championship. Storm twelve U A takes home. By the way, Storm all their Storm teams went to Arizona, and we was either in, they were all in the championship games. So either they took home a first or a second. Uh, so great job for them, um, out there. But Absolutely. but you know what? One you know that's funny because we're talking about hats, Nate, and um, I'm sure you got something to tell me about a hat.
1: Absolutely. If you want to score big style points, you're going to score big with the Hat Havoc Hat Company. Elevate your game with headwear that turns heads. And they don't have a website yet, so if you're looking for a hat, that's really cool. You want to send, send us a request at info at VegasRinkside.com.
0: And that's Havoc with a K, right there, Nate? H-A-V-O-K. Havoc
1: with a K. Nice. Go ahead and send us a request, and we'll send you back an email. Uh, get you a picture of the hat and uh, hook you up with an order.
0: Yeah. Um, Let us know if you want one. Send us an email. Absolutely. And then, of course, we go right into the 10UB team. They end up going into uh, Arizona as well. Uh, B absolutely demolished uh, teams. Uh, Number one, they played Arizona White, uh, 14-1. Then they beat uh, Junior Coyotes, 9-U team. So this is a 10-U team, uh, or 10-U division. They played a 9-U team. They beat them 4-1. That's pretty impressive for the 9-U team, for sure. And then they played the New Mexico Warriors, beating them 22-0. Ouch. And then H-U... uh, White Knights, which was the second place team, ended up a tough one, tough game. 7 5. Storm win. Oh. They come home with a championship. Um, so, you know, going into the both teams going into that championship were both 3 and 0. So, good game for 10UB. So, that's our squirt team. And then squirt A uh, came away with a little bit different outcome. They ended up playing, uh, it looks like a California team. Cupertino Cougars, Uh, they won in overtime 4-3. They played Vegas Junior Golden Knights and Storm beat them 2-1. And then they played Mission Red and beat them 11-1. And then uh, game four was a championship against said Vegas Junior Golden Knights. Maybe they won in a little cocky because they ended Mm -hmm. up losing 6-4. Storm lost. Great job, though. Second place victory for the 10 UA Storm players.
1: Yeah, great weekend overall for uh, all the teams. Good to see that all of them brought home a medal of some kind, gold or silver. Uh, Storm B, you know, it's it's hard to beat a team twice, especially if it's championship game. Uh, we saw how hard that was in our fourteen, our boys' fourteen U division, having to face GSC twice. Just just a really hard thing to do, and um, but it was good. I mean. Overall, for the Storm, as a program, a great weekend. Great weekend of hockey. Lots of uh, support. Uh, in, in, in the first game, got to give a shout-out to the, the, the Squirt players. They were there, all of them lined up on the, the far side of the ice there with a little cheering section for our, our 14-year-old boys. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Tearing them on. Yeah. Uh,
1: making making them making noise and pounding on the glass and frustrating a couple GSC players.
0: I like uh, it. It was
1: fun. It was, it was fun. It was fun to see. Uh, great job by those boys, and uh, good to see the support. You know, every, all all the storm teams supporting each other, and uh, really fun to have everybody there all on the same weekend.
0: Well, it's good to be there in the same weekend because you know what, Nate? Why why don't secret agents play hockey?
1: I have no clue, Ron. Why is that?
0: Because they always get caught up in the nets speaking of intelligence have you used zipwire.ai for the scoop of local politicians
1: i sure have ron it's like having a personal spy agency for your local political scene
0: <laughs> exactly you don't need to dive into the dark web or decode secret messages zipwire ai puts everything you need to know about local politics in one easy to access spot.
1: Right, you are. It's like they deep through the defense of misinformation and go top shelf with the facts.
0: <laughs> zipwire.ai, your decentralized intelligence agency for local politics. Stay informed without the spy games. Visit Z- zipwire.ai and be in the know. No secret handshakes required. Ooh, that sounds scary. No secret <laughs> handshakes. But let's talk a little bit of uh, high school hockey, just some quick updates. If you want to check out the games that were played this over this past weekend, uh, our, our two high school teams did play each other this weekend, Bishop Gorman versus uh, Faith Lutheran Hockey. Uh, the game was at LVIC, and uh, that's Las Vegas Ice Center off of Flamingo and Fort Apache. But the first goal, which would be the varsity team, the main varsity team, uh, ended up losing to uh, Faith Lutheran 3-6. But goals were by Shevankov and Klaus had two. That would be uh, Bishop Gorman. And then for Faith Lutheran, you had two goals by 90, number 38, number 39, number 8, and number 14 Cranford. Don't have all the last names there as they don't have their numbers, I don't think, on their... I remember looking them up and they didn't have their numbers on their uh, website. Uh, but you can always check out uh, the games at, at Larison Sports Broadcasting, where you can find the latest and greatest for all varsity Bishop Gorman games. That's Larison Sports Broadcasting for all Bishop <laughs> Sporting games and... Vegas thirteen U triple A. Also, there was another game, the Varsity. Now our, we say Junior Varsity, but technically, guys, the Junior Varsity for both high schools have been bumped up to Varsity level uh, Division, division three. So there's Division one, Division two, Division three. The regular Varsity is in Division two, but the Junior Varsity now is in Varsity Division three. So the Bishop Gorman team really came out uh, at home and ended up defeating Faith Lutheran 5-2. Unfortunately, I don't have any information on who scored those goals as they were not provided at the time that I received the information. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, good job, Bishop Gorman, for taking on Faith Lutheran. I believe this is their first win against Faith Lutheran. The first time they played each other, they lost 3-2.
1: Okay, it's a little bit of back and forth. Nice to see a little crosstown rivalry forming. Uh, It's good to have some more high school hockey teams in Vegas. Faith's been around a little while, and uh, Bishop Norman's first year, so good to see the expansion team making things interesting.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, speaking of expansion teams, not really expansion team, but uh, there was uh, three more games that were played this weekend, but they weren't in town. They were out of town. And those, okay. those games out of town were our, were our beloved Thunderbirds. <laughs> and the Thunderbirds uh, played actually in Fresno. They, they played against the Fresno Monsters, I think is what they're called. And from there, they ended up, which is shocking. Actually, I'm quite shocked, to be honest with you, because it's not. Um, we've watched quite a few of their games so far this year. They've got, you know, big speed, a lot of agility. And unfortunately, when they. This is obviously their first travel out of the uh, state of Nevada going into California. Unfortunately, they got. um, They got beat. Uh, They got beat three games in a row, Nate. Can you believe that?
1: Actually, that's really hard to believe. They were playing some good hockey. Um, Even in. Uh, was the rain came to town, and uh, Thunderbirds took two, two or three. three to them. Yeah, two of three, and then the rain were coming in on a three game winning streak. They were one, they were one of the top two teams in the league, uh, along with the Thunderbirds. So, really surprising to see them fall three games in a row. Maybe yeah. it's uh, something they got to figure out going on the road. I know.
0: It's hard, right? I mean, travel yeah. routine, all that stuff. It, it it takes a lot, even for our kids. It takes a lot. First game, yeah. I believe they lost five nothing. Uh, second game was seven two, and then third game was five two. So,
1: I mean, yeah as as your I mean, you it sounds like they 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 got it together a little bit uh, as as the the weekend went on, but uh, as a team being your first travel experience. I know that uh, even, uh, so I played a little bit of football at Ohio state and on those travel weekends, you know, it's, it's, it's just a big, it's different. Yeah. Um, you're, you don't have the normal things you do. You've got to prepare for the travel. So you lose a little bit of preparation time. And when you're playing a sport at that high level That is the really the difference Between a win and a loss is Who's the most prepared Who's the, the, done the most preparation That's going to be the difference In the game because the skill level Is generally Equalized to, to, For the most part mm-hmm. So I, I can see why going on the road For the very first time They might have been a, out of sorts And it's just hard to overcome that so hopefully in the future, they'll, they'll, they'll get that travel routine set down. They'll get the preparation, um, how they're going to prepare, what things they're going to do, how they're going to get their schedule down so that it can be more routine. And, you know, when they go on the road, they'll be more prepared for the next Set and, of games. and
0: I feel like, and we'll we'll announce this on Thursday. I feel like they have games this week. There is some big games coming up this weekend, and uh, we'll let you we'll keep you in the loop on Thursday about what those games are. But to finish this off for Vegas Ringside rundown, uh, just a quick little NHL update since we're you know we're youth hockey, but we might as well talk about the pros just for a second. Um, Tampa Bay at home end up beating Nashville five three. Chicago with the Connor Bedard show. Uh, Bedard gets his first assist. Uh, they end up winning four two on the road in Pittsburgh. That's a big win for a yeah. team that ended up get, getting the lottery winner, eleven percent chance of winning Bedard. They get him. Um, fun little side note on that. Uh, Bedard's mom says to the head coach, "Hey, um, we're 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 going to take it slow, looking for a place because you know we don't want to just assume he's going to make the team." And the coach is like, I don't think you need nothing. You have nothing to worry about. Yeah, you're all good. The Dards making the team. So uh, good job, Chicago Blackhawks, beating Pittsburgh Penguins 4-2. And then, of course, Vegas Golden Knights uh, came in with the banner and all that distraction. They came in focused and ready to play a game. They end up beating Seattle Kraken 4-1. It's
1: good to see. Really good to see that you. Uh, you, you think that after an offseason where you're doing a lot of celebrating, you might come in a little rusty, but uh, not to be. They came out and overwhelmed the Seattle Kraken, got jumped up on them 2, no, two nothing first period. A uh, little bit of a letdown maybe in the second period. It was a 1-1 one, one tie in the second period, but pushed one more on the goal in the third, and out the door they were with a 4-1 victory.
0: Absolutely, and tomorrow uh, for the NHL looks like there's going to be about one, two, three, four, five, six games on tap. Uh, Not one of them from VGK, but Blackhawks, if you're trying to check out the Bedard show, uh, they're playing tomorrow, they're playing the Boston Bruins. So that should be an interesting opener for the Bruins as they were the the best team, really, in the regular season with the best record and uh, didn't even make it because you know who won that one.
1: Absolutely, our, our hometown team, VGK.
0: Hey, Nate, I know we talked about uh, we wanted to make sure we get the updates for last week. Uh, what what do you got for the updates? We finally got our first email response, and what's the updates?
1: So the updates were that the second game for the Vegas Junior Golden Knights versus Gorman Varsity was played at City National Arena. I think we confused that one and said it was at uh, America First. Okay. And um, miss. Uh, we got an update that head this coach and
0: head coach was another head coach
1: was Rob Palin. Yep. Yeah. So that's
0: for six. For, that's for VGK.
1: Sixteen U Double Okay. And. So that next weekend, which I think is this weekend, we didn't get an update on it, uh, so hopefully we'll get an update on that. Uh, The 16U AA team is playing the California Wave 15U AAA team. Ooh, that would be interesting. uh, At America First Arena. Uh, That that was probably already
0: played, right?
1: Yeah, so they already played. They played uh, triple header Saturday Saturday at 1030, Saturday at 630, and Sunday at 830 a.m., And also number 14, I think we had his name wrong. We said Gudino, which is right, but it's wrong because he actually goes by a nickname, Guido. Guido. So nice Italian nickname there. Okay. Onzi Gudino goes by Guido. And so thank you for sending us the updates. We really appreciate that. And we look forward to more in the upcoming weeks.
0: Yeah, so hit us up at info at VegasRingside.com. Once again, if you've heard any incorrect information, correct us. We're fine with that at info at VegasRingside.com. I'm Ron. And I'm Nate. And we're out.